One, two, three, four. Yo, Super Traders, it's Ryan Carruthers here, and welcome to the Betfair Trading Community Ask Me Anything podcast. It's, uh, I've got a couple of questions for you today, and um, just a little bit of housekeeping before we sort of dive into those questions. I'm just going to talk about one of the ideas that was thrown out last week, which was, I really, really enjoyed actually, was about you, me giving you a question to work on, and then you answering that question. What I have done from that now is I have updated the form. Okay, so I've updated the form on the show notes. It's also on Twitter. I would recommend if you're new to this podcast, it's basically an Ask Me Anything podcast. So you, we have the same questions every single week. What is your name? What are you struggling with when it comes to trading? The more detailed you are, the better your answer will be. Bonus question, um, is there anything else you want to ask me? I remember BTC or not. Um, and what was your reply to last week's question is what I have now added to that form. So this is the first week that I'm going to actually be asking you a question and then getting that form used. Now, the question that I'm going to use, I'm going to tie into the quote at the start of the podcast. So I have been giving quotes on the podcast that I get from the James Clear newsletter or Dan sends me them on the quote sheet. If you haven't as well, Dan, if you've put some more quotes on that sheet, send me a message on the forum and let me know and I will then update that sheet and I'll start using them in the podcast as well. Today's quote to kick this podcast off is arguably arguably the most important skill is controlling your attention. This goes beyond merely avoiding distractions. The deeper skill is finding the highest and best use for your time, given what is important to you. More than anything else, controlling your attention is about being able to figure out what you should be working on and identifying what truly moves the needle. I think that's really important because a lot of traders spend a lot of time on things that don't move the needle. So my question to you guys listening to this, and go fill out the form, it's in the show notes, go fill it out. This is a homework question. This will actually test you. This, The people that do this will get better at trading. The people that don't won't. It's just that, for me, it's that simple. If you engage with this podcast and you, you really sort of think about that. I mean, okay, that's slightly harsh because some people don't want to then post on that form. I get that. But if you do this exercise at home, you will get better at trading. I want you to think think about now and go fill it out on that form. It's in the show notes. What should you be working on? What does what would really move the needle for you in your trading? And then I want you to tell me why you haven't been doing it. Okay, it's that simple. Why haven't you been doing that? Okay. Now I'm going to take a slightly different direction with this Ask Me Anything podcast before I get into the questions because there's only two questions today. And the reason why I want to do that is because I've just recorded a YouTube video. I don't know when it will be going out um, because we're we're doing some slightly different things with our YouTube now. Martin's really getting into the editing of those and trying to get more subscribers on the channel and get the videos better and all that kind of stuff because we genuinely believe that what we offer at Betfair Trading Community with our values and the way that we are as a team and how much we actually care about your results and how good our software is, we should have double, treble, way more subscribers than we do and we want to do and we want to get there. Um, and, you know, people might slate us for trying to build a YouTube channel, but, you know, just basically deal with it. Um, we're doing it for the right reasons. We enjoy doing it. We actually want to help and we do share some really, really good stuff. So just deal with it. But one of the things that um, I was looking at is 
I was looking at videos that are already doing very well on YouTube and I came across a sports trading life one, okay? And it was called a unique over under 1.5 goals strategy, goals trading strategy for Betfair. Now I watched the video and um, it was, like I say, from sports trading life and he was talking about looking for a match with one or two goals in the second half and you're going to lay under 1.5 goals. Um, And then he's using a stop loss um, as well. He's getting in roughly 1.5, but that can change and then getting out at 1.1. Stop loss, um, if a goal goes in, then he waits until the stop loss then hits his entry point. It's getting in at half time, if the game's a nil not at half time. This actually got me thinking, this is actually quite a, a nice little stra- potential strategy um, to do. So I'm just going to explain my full thought process and explain what I did with the Betfair Training Community stats to get potential selections because I think this is really really important and something that I can then bring in instead of doing another podcast episode I can bring it into this ask me anything one but you know what that's a really good strategy that I think would be low risk and because you can get in at half time the odds will have dropped you could do it anywhere so you could do it on your phone Uh, it could potentially be quite a nice little bank builder I don't like the waiting um so where Sports Trading Life is doing the um, getting in at 1.5. If there's a goal, then moving the stop loss to your entry point so that you actually you, you're sort of going to hedge out for zero at that point if there's still one goal and you know, you're know banking on a second goal. I don't like that because I just want to take my money and move on, okay? So that's where I would actually be doing this different. Now, I'm not saying that this is a profitable strategy. I don't um, know. I've not tested it. All I am doing is sharing what that sparked in me to try and help you. So what that sparked in me was, hang on a minute, they're getting in at half time. So I am a stats trader. I freaking love stats. Now you're going to say, yeah, but you have software that, you know, helps you do that. Yeah, I do. But this helps me. So in 10 minutes, what I was able to do is I went into the BTC stats and I clicked, uh, I went to football, I clicked filter and I built out a filter and I put four stats in that and I'm going to share them with you. I wanted the over um, 0.5 goals in the second half to be 70% or greater because then that tells me that that's a very, on the last 10 matches that's a freaking high amount of goals okay so the chance of another of of it being over 0.5 is high then I wanted the overall second half over 1.5 to be 50% or greater um <laughs> No real reason either why I picked these stats. Um, just wanted to get the data to start looking at if any of this had an if if there was an angle, if this could work. Um, then I went overall half time, nil-nil, right, to be 0% or greater because I wanted to compare that against the other stats. And then overall full time, nil-nil to be greater than zero as well because, again, I wanted to com- uh, look at that in the other stats. So... If you've not used the BTC stats, um, you should really, really check it out. But basically, then you can save that. I clicked apply and I got all of the games then for today. And there's quite a few games that were really, really interesting to me that because of the way I've built this, I could see that criteria one, over 0.5 goals, I was getting anything that had 70% or greater for that day. There's, there's games being thrown out at like 85, 90% chance of a one goal in the second half with a 50% chance of it being nil-nil based on historical data being nil-nil at half time. What? That's ridiculous. 
That's ridiculous. And then in some of those games, we're getting like, there's a, in the Chinese Super League, right? There's a game today where it's an 80, it's 40% nil-nil, right? Half-time. 40% nil-nil, half-time. Which is just ridiculous. But 80% chance of one goal, based on their last 10 games and how well these teams are scoring. And a 65% chance of over, of two goals. Right? That's crazy. Just crazy. So, just wanted to sort of touch upon that that that's why I really like using stats because I was able to take an idea like that and in less than five minutes have a list of games that I could actually look at to trade for that day and then potentially build out a strategy around that. Now, I'm I'm not going to because, uh, as I mentioned before, my trading is now automated, but and that's one of the other reasons why I wanted to share it because that's just one idea that I have had sparked on somebody else's strategy. So you could then get it. And I know that this will happen. There will be somebody listening to this that's a member that goes, Ryan, I'm going to build that strategy and I'm going to test it, okay? Because it sparked their, an idea for them, which is why I wanted to create that video. And I also wanted to mention it on this podcast because I know that some of you are going to go, Yes, I'm going to run with that and build one of, I'm going to build that strategy and, and see how it goes, which I love. So that's the reason why I wanted to share that. And also just to give you a little bit of an insight of how I would go around looking at building something like that and how I put that together. So I really do hope that that, that helps you um, and is, has given you a little bit of inspiration to be able to move forward. Okay, now I'm going to go into the questions. There's two this week, one from Thomas and one from Alan. I'm not going to read out the um, the same questions again and again, but um, you know what they are. What are you struggling with when it comes to trading? Is there anything else you want to ask me? And are you a member? So Thomas is a member. When it comes to anything you're struggling with trading, um, nothing, no. Do you have strategies that I can import into Betfair bot manager. Right. So we 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 are not actually a tipster. Betfair trading community is not a tipster. I'm just going to say that first and foremost. Okay. Because a lot of people try and give us heat for that. We're not a tipster, etc. But what we have found is strategies have been created by members that have been shared on the forum that have been back-tested and forward-tested and have been proving to be profitable. Now, this isn't me saying they are the strategies that you should follow or go and do those strategies. What I'm saying with those is they are strategies that people have found to be successful, that they're sharing and they're saying you can use them. You, They have also then shared those files for the filters so that you can get, you can upload them to your community membership. So your version of the stats and then you can get those imported into Betfair Bot Manager every single day and all of the files everything that you need for that is in the community so Thomas my advice to you is to go into the community okay go into the forum on Betfair training community and you will see that there is and it'll be if you want to do horse racing you can see that there's the horse racing strategies mega thread there's the automation mega thread there's all of those those ones. If you click um, on the left, if you click popular, you'll see that there is some some ones there that you'll be able to 
to find like horse horse racing strategies mega thread the um beef bf bot manager automation discussion is a really really good thread to check out as well because that's that's probably where you're best going to be wanting to go because that's where people have gone um now i'm actually using one of the forum found strategies with the lay the third favorite and it's doing quite well for me uh it was i think it was it's like nearly 50 pounds in profit that which is really good uh 46 pound in profit so if i look at that and that that is from the community if i look at the last 30 days profit on that 19 pound 55 it had a bit of a bit of a loss there was a five pound 60 a couple of five pounders that won uh recently um five pound losses so yeah that's what i would advise there go inside of the community and that's the thing if you have the community membership right if you are a member everything that you need is inside of the forum we put everything inside of the forum that you need right now we're going to go into the second uh question which is from alan who is a member he's struggling out whether to move to set and forget trading or a blend of both right my advice with this is Look at the time that you have and look at the things that you are struggling with. So firstly, the things that you're struggling with, set and forget really does allow, I mean, time's a problem of this, but set and forget really does help with mindsets. Um, so if you, have, if you don't have that much time, it's great because, especially with the software, you can get your selections for a few days in advance and then you can get them set up, you can get them placed and all you need to do is just leave them then. They just do their thing. You come back, you check the, you check how they got on, and then you put the next ones on, and the next ones, and the next ones, and the next ones. You don't have to worry about the profit and loss. Well, you do have to worry about the profit and loss, but you don't have to be... Uh, sorry, that I didn't mean to say that. Um, oh, God, I'm going to get absolutely slated for that. Someone's going to clip that tiny little bit and just say, I don't know what I'm talking about. Ignore that. It's like, you know, when the, you... Um, I've just watched the Lincoln Lawyer, and they're like, scrap that from the... Scrap that from the, uh, the your mind's jury, okay? Scrap that from your minds. Right, you have to worry about profit and loss. But we've set and forget what I actually meant to say was if you have one loss and you're actively trading, that can then help you spiral, well, not help you spiral, it will help you spiral into full tilt or chasing and all those kind of things. So actually that one loss can be exp- exploded into two, three, four losses and that's how people lose 20, 30% of their bankroll, Okay. With set and forget, you don't have that. So if it's a ma- because you don't know about it until the next day, if that's how you're using your set and forget, which is how I would recommend you do it. So if you're struggling with your mindset, that really, really does help. You do have to be wary of the fact that variance will play a part. And it's re- this is really crazy and interesting for me because last month was my first month of automation. And at one point, the bank was £2 lower than where it started. And I was like, bloody hell, what's going on here? But I just left it. I had to leave it and just carry on. And then it ended up being like £30, uh, yeah, 15% nearly higher than the start of the month. And you go, wow, that's really, really good. That wouldn't have happened if I'd have panicked, okay? So just a little story there. Now, if you're struggling for time, set and forget works really, 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 really well. Like really well. Um because you can just get it set up when you have time. And a lot of traders really beat themselves up about this. You know, oh, I really, really want to trade, but I don't have time. Well, you don't have to be trading. If you can make profit from set and forget, 
It doesn't matter. And just like ignore those numpties that go, oh, yes, but you're not trading because you're not taking, you're not entering the market and then uh, placing an exit on the market. So it's not specifically uh, trading. Um, just tell those people to do one, right? Literally sit and swivel, do one, because the goal of trading is to make money. So if that's from trading, set and forget or automation, what does it matter? right? What does it matter? We all want to make more money from it. That's why we're doing it. Okay. So Alan, you are a member. Um, a return of 10, the, anything else you want to ask me, a return of 10 to 15% has been mentioned as being a good return from set and forget. Would you consider, what would you consider to be a good return from trading as opposed to set and forget? Okay. So I don't like to set good return percentages myself. And people are also probably going to jump on me for this and go, oh, you don't know what you're doing, Ryan. I like to look at a few other elements, okay? I want to know how risky this strategy is. So is the strategy really, really risky? Because if it is, then my return needs to be in line with that. And I don't really like that. I don't like those riskier, higher return strategies, even if I'm trading it. Because the chance of me, when I lose, I'm going to lose more money. But yes, the the return is higher when I do it. I like boring. I like boring, 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 okay? Give me 20, 30%, 15, 20, 30% return, nice and steady, okay? I mean, even like that 20, 30% is high. Like 30% is really, really high. When I'm tennis trading when I was tennis trading, I was getting like 30% quite, quite, quite safely and quite routinely return on my stake. And I was quite happy with that. One of the things that I like to look at actually is return on staked money, because that's actual what I've returned. So if I've staked £100 and I've got £30 back, then 30% return on stake is really, really good. And I like that. I also like to look at the variance of that. Okay, so how many points profit on average do we get per month? Okay, and is that pretty stable across the year or years? Because that's what I like. Because I don't want a strategy that could do 100 points one month and then do t- minus 20 points the next month and then minus 30 the next month and then minus 50, but then do my- plus 200. I don't want that. So that's just what I'm looking at. And also, what I um, I'm also looking at the time spent on this. So what's a good return for the amount of time that I spent on this? Because life is involved in this um, and we exchange time for money and time is the only, if you strip everything back, the only real currency that we have is time, okay? So we, if you're spending all of your time trading, then you're going to get a greater return from that. But what is the downside? What is the negative of that? If I'm spending my Saturday trading I might be making more money and that might be a good return. But what am I losing for that? Well, I'm, I'm losing taking Isla swimming. I'm losing running around the garden, pretend to be in the Paw Patrol. So the return isn't worth it for me because I actually would rather do that. So I would take the lesser return because it fits in more with my life. And this goes back to my whole idea, my whole goal, right, with everything is I'm here, right, I'm at point A and I want to get to point B. So 
for you guys to think about this. Point A is your current situation, where you're at, how much money you're making, all of that kind of stuff, okay? Point B is what you want. So what do you actually want? Do you want 10 grand a month? Do you want five grand a month? Do you want a thousand pound a month? Why do you want that? Is it because if you did, if you had two grand a month, you know, your wife wouldn't work anymore or you could go part-time and you could spend more time with the kids? Why do you want that? Okay, then that becomes point B. Then for me, the only goal is making sure that every decision I make moves me closer to point B. So if my goal is I want to spend more time with my kids, okay, I want to make a little bit more money because I want to spend more time with my kids. And it's pointless for me to look at, oh, I could get a better return by actually physically trading this because it takes me away from the actual real reason why I'm doing it, which is because I want to spend more time with my kids. Okay. Um, So yeah, hopefully in a roundabout way, I've answered that. I don't like to put like, this is a good return on the strategy because it changes, or this is a good return for set and forget. This is a good return for this because there is numbers that you can use that for. But it's so dependent on the person as well. Some people are really, really happy getting a really getting a return of five percent and just being and churning that out consistently because it fits in with their goals. So you really have to think about your situation, what you want, and what it means to you. So I really do hope that that helps. Like with every single time I do this podcast, if I haven't answered your question in enough detail, or you don't like my answer, or you want more from me, or you want me to go a little bit deeper, just fill the form in again and say, Ryan, you didn't answer that question deep enough. This or this is a follow up question. You can use this as many times as you want. I really don't care. In fact, I actually want you to use it because the more you use it, the better the better this podcast becomes. And I guarantee that there's people listening have the question. They just haven't dared ask, ask that question. So by you doing it, you are asking the question. You're actually doing a great service for a lot, a lot of people in the world trading world. I'm going to leave it there. Have a great week. I will see you next week for another one of these Ask Me Anythings. And remember, you need to go into the form. You need to go into the form and you need to answer that question. Okay. What are you doing that is hindering your trading? I'll see you very, very soon. I'm going to play the outro. Bye-bye, guys. <laughs>